Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode MLB playoffs changed forever and ask me questions if I was confusing. Just as I was finishing my prior podcast, I flipped on to Twitter and Rob Manfred was effectively saying the owners are in favor of 16-team playoffs into the future. Not just this year, not just next year, not just covid Owners like having 16 teams making the playoffs, just like the NHL, just like the NBA, anything to make the 162-game season less important. As you add six more teams, everything becomes even more of a coin flip in the postseason. It sounds like that's going to be a permanent fixture. So, if the 16-team postseason is going to be a permanent fixture, how should the Cubs do any adjusting, or should they? I haven't quite figured it out yet, but if it's going to be the top two from each division make the postseason, it probably helps the Cubs. I'm not going to say that out loud, but I think you might have heard it. Um... As of at least for the next couple years, Pittsburgh looks quite a ways away. The Reds look disheveled. The Brewers' pitching looks in a shambles. They'll score 17 runs or they'll get no hit. Um, I kind of like the way the Cubs are set up, even if the free agents start to go away. I really think the Cubs can find ways to piece things together short-term, if they're developing talent. If they're not, they're screwed because they're not developing talent. But if Miguel Amaya is useful, if Braylon Marquez is useful, if Adbert Alzale figures it out, if, did I say Brendan Davis yet? Cole Roederer, um, Christopher Morrell, and Rafael Morrell, if those guys figure it out, the Cubs should be fine because if you are facing a 162-game season and winning the division is paramount but second place is entirely acceptable, that kind of changes the the thinking. Um, when you're in between peaks... You know, it's for a long time it's been the Cubs have been really good or really bad with not a whole lot of in between years. Whereas with a lot of teams, there's a lot of in between years and a couple, you know, some good, some bad, but a lot of in between. The Cubs, the in between hasn't really been there very much. It's been a lot of bottom stuff and a couple, and recently some stuff up near the top. And the fear has been when the free agents that do go away do go away. And the Cubs are trying to figure out how to 
put together a roster to quote-unquote compete, if the goal to compete is to finish second place in a five-team division, that seems doable. That seems really doable even if the better players, the more experienced, you know, it, you'll want to keep one or two of them, but if you if the Cubs end up losing some players, if the goal is to finish in second place or first place in a division that is flawed, the Cubs can probably do that if they're developing talent for the future. And therein lies the key. If they're not doing that, they're going to lose because of that. And it's not, ooh, how are you going to replace Chris Bryant for a year or two? You can find ways. You know, if it's a situation of you're not going to have a high-end third baseman for a year or two because you're a year or two from having someone come up from the minor leagues to fill in at a three wins above replacement pre-arbitration, you can go out and find a guy. You know, there are going to be Mike Moustakas's or... Uh, actually, Mike Moustakas is a very good example. You know, he played some second base, played some third base. You can find guys to fill in if it ends up being a situation where Anthony Rizzo goes away. Oh my goodness, how are the Cubs possibly going to find a first baseman? You can find a first baseman. You can find a first baseman. You're not going to find Anthony Rizzo. But if it's a case of the player has decided he's priced himself out of the city, so be it. Because right now, it's really difficult to, if you're going to buy into the fact and it is a fact. It's not a rumor. It's not a contention. It's not an allegation. It's a fact that owners don't want to spend money. If you want to argue with owners don't want to spend money, then why is it that only 60 players were allowed to practice this year? If owners wanted to spend money, more than 60 players would have been able to practice this year. It would have been, certainly, invite however many guys you want. Invite 80. Invite 95. Invite 130. And the Dodgers would invite 130. And the Mariners, well, some teams, I don't know who it would be. But some teams would say, no, we're not going to invite 130 because we don't want to invite 130. Because we don't want to spend that much. So, um, do the basic things correctly. Develop talent. Mind the waiver wire. Don't make, don't commit to contracts that are going to be costly. And you know what I mean. The Kimbrell contract, the Tyler Chetwood contract, they looked good at the time, but the player fell apart. Have guys internally so you don't have to look for those types of players. And when you do end up having to look for those types of players, they will come looking to the team because the team is well-positioned talent-wise and financially. I don't especially prefer 16 teams in the Major League playoffs, but owners are more concerned about having postseason revenue. This shouldn't come as a surprise. Owners want to get paid. This shouldn't come as a surprise. I knew it before. I knew it yesterday. I knew it today. I knew it today before the announcement. Owners want to get paid, and the best way for the owners to get paid is to have 
more teams in the playoffs. It's not a surprise. It's unfortunate, but it's not a surprise. Um, Rob Manfred's gig is to get all the owners filthy rich. And when they get filthy rich, it's to get them even more filthy rich. The Mets are going to have a new owner. He's going to want to get filthy rich. He's already a billionaire, but he's going to want to get even more filthy rich. And that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to want to spend on the product. All that means is he wants to get more filthy rich. Because that's how owners are. There you go. Uh, as to how it'll affect things, I don't know. Owners are trying to prevent teams from doing anything that they're good at. I think I've talked about that before. Maybe I'll have to talk about it again. It's probably worth an entire podcast. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to go there mid-podcast. Mid I'll have to talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like Rob Manfred wants to have 16-team playoffs every year. Woohoo! Let's have everything run. The only thing I like is the uh, no days off. I like the shorter, the play directly, play five games in five days, and if you win, you advance. Um, so, yeah, it's Rob Manfred continues to Rob Manfred decisions unpopular and makes money for the owners there you go thanks for stopping by pre-arb excellence i'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant i'll attempt to have that worth your time as well be safe go cubs go and be nice to people